Hey everybody, Josh Sirtson of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, and there's a lot to go into today as we see a lot of suspicious fires at fertilizer plants, at meat plants, there's planes crashing into buildings. Um, it, it is a big issue with the supply chain, which we've gone into before, but there seems to be some very strange occurrences happening lately that dramatically affect the supply chain, like kind of like a false flag to be able to blame um, one thing for the problems of, well, the obvious supply chain crisis, the problems caused by government, the inflation rate, etc. They will look for anything, kind of like how they blame, you know, video games for heart attacks now and, and rustling sheets when you're doing a bed for uh, heart attacks or whatever it might be. Loud noise, uh, you know, there's referees blowing their whistles. In the same way, I feel like they're doing the same thing with the supply chain. There's this article out of Activist Post that says, multiple large food processing and distribution plants in U.S. have recently exploded or burned down and I think there's about 16 of them in total that we know of so far there's um, another issue uh, that we're seeing is the kill off of a bunch of animals as the inquirer says here this is about 1.4 million birds are killed after avian flu outbreak on Lancaster County Farm. Now, of course, a part of what the next false flag is seemingly aiming at is the so-called bird flu. The former, um, the former head of the CDC, the chair of the CDC under Trump, is now putting off alarms in the media, claiming that there's this big bird flu outbreak coming, and that's another good reason to kill off all these uh, chickens and kill off all these cows as well. In many cases, remember what they did with mad cow disease. And then instead of looking at the inflation issues that have been just plaguing the meat industry in recent months, among every other industry, basically, they can blame the bird flu, um, kind of like how they're blaming everything but the vaccine. A again, we're seeing this circular logic. Um, we're also seeing articles like no survivors from fiery plane crash at General Mills plant in Covington, officials say a plane crashed into the General Mills factory. Now, obviously tragic, but also it just makes you kind of scratch your head. Like, okay, so all these things seem to be happening at the same time. Um, and we are going to go into this uh, in depth today, but I, I want to also bring up something that we at World Alternative Media were reporting on back when it happened, and Tim was reporting on his channel, The Liberty Advisor, as well um, at the time, about over a year ago now. Uh, as Bill Gates was calling for blocking out the sun, Forbes articles here says, a Bill Gates venture aims to spray dust into the atmosphere to block the sun. What could go wrong? Well, many things, and they're basically already doing that with metals, but that's another story entirely. The point is, as we're seeing a grand solar minimum, we're seeing crops dying off. They're creating artificial suns in California while they're, um, Bill Gates is buying up all this farmland and um, talking about spraying dust into the atmosphere to block out the sun, which would cause a massive collapse of the supply chain plus people are paid more to stay at home and um, then people are fired for not having the jab and at the same time people are dying from the jab we're seeing so many things pile up here and there's obviously massive supply chain issues in Shanghai's ports and massive standstills of boats like we've never seen before um, this article a fertilizer plant fire causes evacuations in western Kansas uh, and and you know we're seeing the inflation uh, crunch as well there's so much to go into first of all Let's get to Tim because he has a lot of notes on this because he's been um, studying this uh, quite um, adamantly for quite some time now. And it's all coming to not ahead, but it's kind of the beginning of the end in a lot of ways for what we know now as a supply chain. Tim, can you go into a little bit of what you're seeing here, what this means, how this affects us, etc.? 
Thanks, Josh. Well, uh, later, actually, in a couple of days, we're going to be over at Float Fest. And one of the slides that I had, one of the very last slides that I made like a month ago, and it actually referenced that it always comes down to a food thing and that this crisis is always going to come down to a food crisis because if you control the food, you control what people eat, then you can basically control the people. And so there's a lot of different ways that I thought that this could happen. And like you were putting on our tinfoil hats over here of, of thinking different ways. Now, never in my wildest guess did I think that you just have like all these different plants blowing up and planes flying into General Mills and, and all these plants, you know, catching on fire. I mean, I didn't even think that that was going to be, you know, one of the things that was going to possibly occur. And obviously we live in a large country, a large world. And so, you know, having fires in one or two plants or, you know, a few different plants, you know, large country, you know, things happen, but, you know, to have like 16 of these, like all occur like boom, 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 boom. And like in what seems like such a coordinated fashion, maybe like a couple that might be legit, but when you get all these starting to add up, but, you know, some well, of those, it's kind of like having one uh, soccer player have a heart attack on the field one year and then the next year having like uh, what 600 no actually it was 800 800 oh there's nothing to see here it's totally normal it just happens like that like an 800 uh, x increase in one year yeah totally yeah, and some of the ways I thought we would eventually get into some sort of food crisis would be, uh, you know, a hyperinflation that would lead to shortages. And actually, not only are we not in really a hyperinflation or the dollar getting weaker, we're actually in a spot right now where the dollar is actually uh, very, very strong relative to the other, uh, you know, dog crap currencies around the world. Yeah, race to the bottom. Then we've got uh, fertilizer shortages. Another way I thought that this might happen, drought caused by, you know, geoengineering that probably then gets blamed on climate change because they're spraying the atmosphere with, you know, all like aluminum, barium, strontium, all sorts of bad stuff. You know, by the way, he said geoengineering, not geoengineering. Just, just being clear there. Yeah, so we got hacking. Uh, you know, so we had that JBS plant last year where, you know, it was, uh, I think, and they also, you know, like a Bitcoin ransom. So we got to, you know, demonize Bitcoin into, into there as well. Uh, along with that is, you know, cyber attacks, maybe bringing the grid to a halt. We've, you know, heard Klaus Schwab talk about this a bunch of times. Maybe an EMP attack, supply chain breakdowns that could lead to food shortages. We've got, you know, uh, maybe a crack up boom where all of a sudden, the money isn't buying as much that so people want to go out and spend their money to buy things now because they're going to cost more maybe at the end of the day. Uh, you know, I guess that would also go along with, uh, you know, some sort of hyperinflation, dollar losing reserve status, uh, grand solar minimums, as you've mentioned before. You've also mentioned the animals getting viruses. We've seen now they're also using those fraudulent P PCR tests to diagnose the chickens with having some sort of bird flu. The pandemic shutting down supply chains that goes into different forced lockdowns that could cause uh, food shortages, uh, paying people not to grow. Uh, we've got water shortages. So being out here in the Southwest, you've got, and I think this also has to do with geoengineering, but you also have, uh, you know, like Lake Powell and Lake Mead not having enough water. And then we've had, you know, other countries uh, where they're going to be very reticent to give up their own food because, you know, they need to feed their own people. And then also like different import bans because we get, you know, not we, you know, in the United States, a lot of the produce here actually comes from Mexico where Josh and I just came back from the other day. And so we got all these different, you know, and I'm sure we left some off the list, but these are all sort of the obvious things of, you know, what is eventually going to happen. But, you know, nowhere on the list did I think that there was going to be, you know, like 16 different plants blowing up and, uh, you know, that was nowhere in my tinfoil hat list. So it's like even so it's like once again that we're kind of painted as being these uh, fringe conspiracy theorists and then it ends up actually even being worse than what we even theorized. So, yeah, well, and I think that um, what this leads to is really, really dramatically um, important for people to understand, because, of course, this is the next step in the agenda. Not only will you have carbon credits, vaccine passes, obviously social credit, but playing into that whole agenda, the Great Reset, the move from one currency system to another, a global digital currency system, probably, in my opinion, tied to the IMF's SDR, but it could be multiple different 
different things. But the point is, we're going to see a massive shift like we've never seen before. And part of that is the convenience aspect, as I've always said, um, you know, tyranny comes under the guise of convenience. So if, if we're looking forward in this way and we see all these things happening, it's hard to not believe that they're just going to come in with this new way to regulate and control all resources, the entire supply chain and money and everything, the exporting, importing, every last thing, because they're creating a transhumanist world, a technocratic world based on everything being tracked, traced, all on the digital grid, all completely centrally planned and all controlled in a way that we've never seen before. The Klaus Schwab Great Reset agenda, the Rothschild Great Reset agenda, and of course, COVID, the fake COVID that doesn't exist was a big part of that agenda. The vaccine part was a big, you know, a big part of the eugenics agenda, um, the divide agenda, the ability to bring in things like social credit and stop people from, you know, taking part in everyday life. And then, of course, we have inflation. We have the issues with currencies worldwide and people not being able to afford anything and then they end up desperate. Then you have the empty shelves at grocery stores, which then leads to people going, help me. How can I, you know, how, how can how can we get food on the table of our family? We are incredibly desperate and dependent because we don't know how to hunt. We don't know how to um, farm. We don't know how it's illegal in many places to grow, you know, plant, you know, crops on your lawn or collect rainwater. Okay, how can the government, how can FEMA help me? Well, it's quite obvious how they can help you. They will allocate food, they'll price fix, they will um, actually give you only a certain finite amount of food that's just good enough for you, you know, some soil and grain perhaps. And um, eventually everyone will have nothing and they'll be happy because the government will take care of everything for them. If you wanna be a slave, if you wanna fall into this um, centrally planned blockchain system with financialized derivatives based in blockchain technology where they control every aspect of your life all of the debts in the world are completely just you know thin air basically uh we recently interviewed um stephen kendall in manchester uk on this subject matter whom he warned on at world alternative media of the big reset and all these things that were going to happen back in 2016 the beginning of 2016 um really amazing how much has come true and as we shift into this the financial system will completely change all the fundamentals all the things you thought you knew are going to be thrown on their head tim um as a certified financial planner looking at it for obviously from the perspective of wanting to make sure that your clients stay safe in the in the face of all this insanity how do you move and maneuver around this great reset going forward when we see obviously a plot to co completely throw on its head everything we thought we knew about the financial system? Well, I'd say, I think it is good to point out that we're turning everything upside down about what you thought you knew about the financial system because you know a lot of people are just taking a look at, oh, what happened in you know, the past few years and what happened maybe in 2008 or what happened uh, you know, in you know, March of 2020. But really, when you take a look at things, I mean, like I mentioned to start this off, you know, it always comes down to a food thing. So you know, again, past performance, no indication of future returns, but you know, a little over, as soon as Joe Biden took office, you know, we went heavy into agricultural funds, we went heavy into just general commodity funds but heavy into oil actually bought some different water funds and so we are buying the raw uh, components to basically you know eat and sustain yourself and build things and different lithium funds and uh, and again these are things we did in the past I'm not necessarily saying that's what you need to do right the second because I can't give uh, advice here because I'm not as rich as Elon Musk to, to fight off the SEC <laughs> on this sort of stuff but you know it's Having your bets in such a way, first off, when it comes to investing bets, what you need to invest in first is, you know, 
food for your family, getting, you know, water, the basic Maslow's hierarchy of needs, those type of things. And, you know, if you didn't want to listen to us on some of the stuff, you know, a year ago or two years ago or three years ago, then, you know, a lot of the stuff you can spend, you know, double, triple, quadruple getting right now. Like I've been talking about generators for two years and generators are about 300 more, 300 percent more expensive than they were a year and a half. So, you know, everyone eventually gets the price that they deserve. And so, you know, great. If you don't want to have a generator, don't want to have other ways to do things. Uh, and then, you know, you're not going to have a fun time when, you know, all these power grids go out and they start, uh, and again, there's different ways that this can happen as well. So, you know, first you need to, you know, make sure you've got, you know, sort of yourself taken care of, then it starts getting into other, uh, you know, investments and how to maybe protect your purchasing power. And, and, you know, it's whether we've mentioned a bunch of times of different types of precious metals, different types of, of cryptocurrencies, but first you need to educate yourself on the cryptocurrencies that you should be in, understand how they work, understand the risks that are involved and don't just, you know, get into something because you saw some YouTuber or just because you saw one of us talk about something like you got to do your own research on all this stuff. And I think it also makes sense having some dry powder if you're in that position as well in terms of, well, I guess ammo as well, but I didn't even mean it that way. But uh, also having some, uh, you know, cash on the sidelines or even like silver on the sidelines to then swoop in when ultimately there could be, because no one knows exactly how it's going to shake out. And it could start off like 2008 where maybe, you know, we see, you know, a massive deflation and things going down, or we could have a die off of people that got jabbed and you could see a deflation. But eventually you're going to see in my opinion, a hyperinflation of the currency when the dollar loses reserve status. Although in the beginning, like what's happening now is the dollar is actually getting stronger. So it's uh, very paradoxical, uh, you know, how the dollar could actually get stronger, but then that strength will then lead to weakness. Because if let's say you're in Africa and you're borrowing in dollars and all of a sudden your currency, you know, collapses relative to the dollar or the dollar is, you know, five times stronger now, well, then now it takes, you know, five times more of your income to pay off those dollar denominated debts, which means you're not going to pay them off. And that's, it kind of goes back to like the theory of uh, like John Perkins book, uh, you know, confessions of an economic hitman. But eventually, you know, if you people can't pay their debts, you know, the, the debts aren't going to be paid. This is all planned reset. It was always going to happen because whoever is the world reserve currency needs to create enough liquidity. That liquidity, since it's backed by debt, means that there always is going to be more debt than there is quote unquote money, which is really currency. And it was always going to collapse, but you had you couldn't just blame it on the fact that, you know, it was a systemic problem. You had to blame it on Russia. You had to blame it on, you know, every single thing that's going on right now. And so, oh, we can't blame the food shortages on, you know, and, and, and even with the food shortages, we're just talking about food in general. So we're not even talking about, you know, non-poisonous food, like, uh, you know, organic food. So then when you, and a lot of these plants are happening to organic food plants and manufacturing facilities. So, you know, if you want to, and I don't, I don't want to sound like bougie over here, but you know, if you don't want to poison yourself, and you want to eat, you know, organically, uh, the price of the, that stuff has gone absolutely through the roof. Uh, Unless you're in places like Mexico, where there's more independent people that have actually grown up picking their own, uh, you know, fruits and vegetables, um, hunting their own food, catching their own fish. It's something that, you know, you teach a man to fish and he'll, you know, be able to provide him for himself for his whole life. I mean, the, uh, the economy and the financial system and the great reset in itself how it's actually taking place is very unpredictable however it's very predictable what the overall agenda is and if you make a bunch of people weak and dependent they're very easy to manipulate and uh you know create conveniences for them that they'll say well this is great it's saving lives well they made you weak they made you dependent in the first place they created a school system they created a media climate in order to push you into complete subservience the old saying of you know good times create 
uh, or, well, I mean, good times create uh, uh, weak men, weak men create hard times, hard times create strong men, strong men create good times. You end up going in a circular fashion for eternity in that sense, and we are at the end of the weak men period that are that's creating the hard times. And, you know, there's a good side to all this. One, one of the things I would say is that we have the opportunity to live in a time in history that no one else could have possibly imagined. This is probably the biggest war on humanity in history, and it's one of the most important times in human history, in my opinion. We are watching the Tower of Babel fall. We are watching them conspire the evil against the good, and we should also be somewhat proud that we could lead the resistance in such a historic time. Most people read about history. We are currently living it, and we are here for a reason right now, and we need to understand that and utilize that, um, that fate that we have been pushed onto this world in this time period and do something right now and show that we're still human, show that we haven't been totally weakened by this system, show that despite the technocrats trying to enslave us at every turn with conveniences and, and basically rip apart the humanity from us and turn us into autonomous robots, the transhumanist agenda, instead of falling for that, despite all of this around us, despite the fact we're on the internet right now, the biggest part of the social credit system that we can prevail as human beings and we can show that we were here for a reason. We are the saviors we've been waiting for and not to wait for some politician to come into office and say, I'm going to end the Great Reset. No, no, no. Don't fall for the, 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 sheep, the, the wolves in sheep's clothing. Don't fall for people like Elon Musk, who is a big, one of the biggest parts of you know, integrating brains with robotic. You know, it's great, by the way. If you're deaf, you could hear again. If you have Alzheimer's, you'll be able to remember again. That all sounds great. They will jiggle their keys in front of your eyes so that you fall for that agenda and throw away your humanity. The reality is it's a trap. There's people coming in as a new heroes of the you know patriotic movement to come and save the day and they're some of the biggest enemies we have to worry about that is the antichrist who's, who's the virginia governor i see them trying to push that guy and that guy you know after like two seconds looking into him was like the former ceo of carlisle group yeah. i mean so it's like i mean we don't have time to go into the carlisle group right now but i mean might as well be blackstone i mean carlisle group were the ones who uh george uh senior was meeting with representatives he was a representative of the Carlisle Group meeting with the Bin Laden family, like right down the street from 9-11 when that happened. I mean, so let's just give you a little, uh, I forgot the guy's name, the guy running. I mean, it doesn't even matter. Just another corrupt politician. But one of the reasons I do like Mexico is that you mentioned this before, they are so close to their food supply. I'm not really a big seafood fan, but guess what? You know, if that's what we're going to eat, that's what we're going to eat. And Josh and I had some seafood the other day where it was like $13. And I, it was just, I ordered a bunch of stuff and then we ordered these clams. I'm not even a huge fan of clams. And it was like for $13, it was like, like, like this gigantic, like the biggest thing of clams I would have ever seen in my life that probably would have been like $150 in the U.S. Just like it was insane. I couldn't, like, I, I couldn't even believe it. And, uh, but the thing is, it's not about, oh, yeah, come down there and go, go get clams. But, you know, it's a way to eat. And so, you know, if you're in a place where the, you can go and catch fish and, or someone else catches fish or, you know, I bought a, you know, a whole bunch of like, fresh squeezed orange juice. This kid had a whole cooler. I'm like, you know what? It was so cheap. I just bought the entire cooler full of his orange juice. And this, it was like probably nine in the morning. And the kid's mom was probably like, you know, you're not going to leave until you sell all that orange juice. And I, you know, I see the one first one guy comes by and just buys up all of it. And he's like, just like stunned. Uh, but, you know, 
know, it's but you can go. But here, you know, you'd have to you know spend like a fortune doing that stuff. So I mean, there is something to be said about a society that is very close to their local food supply. And here, obviously, in you know America, we're you know very far away from the food supply. And even if that we are close to it, it's going to be GMO, where it's still going to be getting processed somewhere else, or there's some sort of government licensing that it that they that it needs to go through some other uh, you know avenue. And then the meat, they're trying to obviously get people to stop eating meat, and they're trying to say how bad that is. A lot of the grains are actually grown for animals so maybe that's going to be another sort of like false flag is if they shut down you know all this food production then they're not going to have the grains to feed the animals and forcing people to go to live you know basically whatever gmo uh you know produce that they want to you gotta you gotta eat you know bugs and you gotta you know eat beyond meat and all the crap that's like a forbes article is like how to survive the coming inflation for people that live under like two hundred and ninety thousand dollars a year two hundred seventy thousand dollars a year and one of them was like eating like bugs and lentils like like so so you got someone making two hundred sixty thousand dollars a year and your advice to them on how to you know cut their you know uh you know tighten their belts is to eat some bugs like a guy making 260 a year wants to go eat bugs i mean is this really you know build back better build back bugs i mean this is well meanwhile look at bill gates and look at that gut on him i mean he's he's extremely overweight i mean it it goes to the look at him but i mean so uh we know where this is going we know it ends in genocide we know it ends with the eugenics operation for agenda 2030 we know that the great reset's coming we know that the supply chain's collapsing we know that there's going to be a war we know that people are going to be fighting with each other we know that the economic system is going to uh, completely be thrown on its head we know that all these things are going to happen at the same time so this the great reset is bigger than just what klaus schwab calls a great reset there really is a greater reset that is happening before our eyes and it's our decision right now at this moment to decide which side we're on are we on the side of good or are we on the side of evil if you comply you're on the side of evil because the only reason this stuff happens is due to compliance and there's so many people that are complying that every year there's going to be less and less of them because they're poisoning themselves so i mean there's also a part of it almost uh, a poetic part to it that the the people that are pushing this stuff and obeying the most are taking themselves out so i mean it's a very interesting time to be alive and um with that said and i always say it you know check the link below for whamsurvival.com we do sell long-term storable foods i don't make much money off of it the idea is that i always thought it was extremely important that we have an opportunity we have a place for people to go just like that so they don't have to spend much time on it it's right there you save money with us you just click that link you go to it you i know it's a little expensive but you know you know what's more expensive is um you know losing your life because and your family's lives because you're not able to take care of them because you never learned how to hunt or fish or do any of that and even if you did you know sometimes the river will dry up as far as as fish you need to have every form of preparation. It's better to be overly prepared than underprepared. Um, anyways, with that said, yeah, you could check that link and all that. But uh, Tim, as we finish off um, this video here, uh, how uh, how much do you think that um, people in general will prepare in the face of this? Do you think that largely the Great Reset Agenda is going to succeed in many ways? Are we going to see a tale of two cities, 50-50? What, what do you think is going to happen going forward? Because even P- freedom people I talk to, most of them have absolutely no preparation. Yeah, I think you just hit the nail on the head right there that I think that most people are woefully unprepared. I feel like I'm woefully unprepared. And I'm probably a thousand times more prepared than, than the average person, even the average freedom person. So uh, just on, 
Yeah, just unfortunately, I mean, people don't really want to take things seriously until it's too late. So even some of you right now won't. Uh, and again, like not like it's some big moneymaker uh, for you, but you know, people be like, oh well, you know, when I really need to get the food, then I'll just go out and get them. And or like, oh, when I. It's just like anything, like like when there's a crisis, when there's like, oh, I don't need a generator, I'll go wait until like the hurricane comes, and then you're going to go down, I think you're just going to go down to Home Depot, and there's just going to be, you know, lines of generators just waiting for you. I mean, no, I mean, you have to do this stuff ahead of time, and even if you have it for a couple of years ahead of time, then yeah, I'd rather be, have it for a few years ahead of time and not have to, uh, you know, use it than all of a sudden, uh, you know, be in a situation where you can't get it, because that's where it's eventually coming, is that you're not going to be able to get some of these things. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a little bit of preparedness can go a long way. And some of the stuff from an investment perspective, you know, are good investments. I mean, like I mentioned, the generators are up 300%. I mean, there's not a lot of stocks that are up 300% in the past, you know, the past two years. Uh, of course, there probably are some. I'm sure there's crypt some cryptos that are. But, you know, it's something that is valuable. You know, it could save your life someday. And it's not about, like, you know, and, okay, you can't afford something. Okay, well, you could have for the past 10 years afforded to buy one extra can of beans or one extra, you know, bag of rice or something and sort of like dollar cost average and get that out but now you know you're at the point where you should be t you know tightening your belt strings to then be able to get more of the stuff or when you go to the grocery store and they're telling people to do like the exact opposite like one way you can save money is not buying in bulk when you go to the store oh yeah that's a great way to save money so then uh, you're going to have less of it and then uh then you're gonna need to go back then we need to go back and the price is gonna be in the higher oh yeah forbes and bloomberg that's a great way to save money well people have absolutely no idea how to the whole world is on not just like the supply chain as a general idea, but also the post office. The post offices all over the world are seeing huge issues lately. And just look at Puerto Rico during the hurricane when no one had electricity, no one had internet, and no one had food or water. And remember, I think it was the uh, governor over there was going on television blaming Trump because we didn't, ha we don't have enough goods, and it turns out she was just hiding it in a warehouse so that people were starving so that she could play political points. Guess what? The whole bureaucratic system is based on this, um, you know, obviously these lies and this push for dependency because you get a lot of power out of it. And at the end of the day, again, I think it's more than just power or money. It's a spiritual agenda to basically sacrifice people. But um, and, and, you know, shift out of humanity into this transhumanist agenda, which always fails throughout history, by the way. I mean, again, one of the most famous stories out of the Bible is the Tower of Babel. It's happened before. Um, but the point is, when we, when, when we have these like, long-term storable foods, yeah, you want to do it now, not later. It's going to be a lot more expensive later when the post office is down, you can't get it delivered, and you're going to be fighting off marauders. Now, I'm not saying that's necessarily going to happen because that's when the martial law will come in, and that's when they'll, when they'll take people away to FEMA camps, etc. But it will definitely push very close to that direction and it could actually happen. We could see a Mad Max kind of scenario playing out and, and what we see in Shanghai is really just a testing ground for what is gonna happen everywhere else in every single way. Social credit and obviously the fact that all these ships are backed up. It's just absolutely insane how many ships are backed up there. So anyway, um, Tim, can you tell everyone where they can uh, find more of your work and of course um, get involved with the Liberty Advisor? Obviously you could go to thelibertyadvisor.com. Uh, uh, he is a certified financial planner. If you're American, make sure to check it out if you uh, want someone that actually has a good freedom-oriented background to um, keep your money safe. Anyway, I uh, want to go into that a bit. 
Yeah, the Liberty Advisor Show is where you can find all the links. So we are on Odyssey. On just got on, I believe Rumble the other day, on Spotify the other day, and all different audio type of podcasts. And we just uh, on BitChute, obviously. And we just launched one, uh, I believe today, Arthur Diamond Hands released one where it was on why the quote unquote safe investments are actually doing worse than the you know riskier investments. And so some of the safest things you could pop, and I'll say again, safe in air quotes here, like government bonds, uh, you know, investment grade bonds are some of the worst performing assets year to date. And so there is different uh, notions out there such as interest rate risk and lots of other retirement risks that are out there. And so that's something we didn't cover today. I'm not going to cover right now. So that way you guys have uh, some reason to go to the channel, but go to head over to the Liberty Advisor Show, or you can find us on, again, the BitChute, Odyssey, all the usual suspects. Not posting things on YouTube anymore, so screw those guys. But uh, LibertyAdvisorShow.com. Awesome. So, uh, by the way, we got an announcement. Uh, I just joined Rockfin, so you can go and find the World Alternative Media account on Rockfin. We will be doing some exclusive videos there as well. I'm really excited for what comes, uh, what's coming up on Rockfin. We need to be on as many different platforms as possible. Most of the videos that we post regularly are going to be available there for free, but we will also have an option to uh, have a paywall videos that are subscriber-only videos, Q&A type stuff where we can talk to the viewers and answer your questions and be you know, put under the fire if, if, if need be. Um, and that will be available on Rockfin as well as, of course, on uh, Subscribestar and on Patreon. Um, though at any moment I might be taken down from Patreon, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, but we're really looking forward to that. So that's World Alternative Media on Rockfin. You can look it up. Wham! Uh, we are, I think uh, it's, it's rockfin.com slash world alternative media, all one word. So go and check that out. Uh, we'll put a link in the description as well for that. And by the way, my friends, I apologize for the audio issues in this video. They, I, I cannot help it. I've done whatever I can to fix it. It took me hours. Our audio equipment is slowly dying. Both of my microphones, actually. So all the more reason to help support independent media if you can and help us get new equipment because it's absolutely a nightmare to deal with. It happens for no apparent reason. But again, this microphone right here. I've had since 2017 and it's about time that I get new equipment. So unfortunately something's happening and it's been disrupting many of our videos lately. So I'll do the best I can to make sure that doesn't happen in the future. But again, I'm pumping out video after video every day and it's hard to keep track of. So make sure to check those links below. GoGetFunding.com, Patreon, Subscribestar. We have a PayPal address, we have a Bitcoin address, and we have a Cointree link with multiple different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in. If you please, we truly appreciate it. You guys are the heartbeat of wham we are independent media after all and i'm basically a one-man team so uh, you know i do what i can to make sure that everything is high quality but it's a lot of work it's absolutely a lot of work um of course you can uh find many links below that help support independent media we have a teespring store as well and of course whamsurvival.com where you can buy long-term storable foods as this whole video has been about it's extremely important that we do whatever we can to be rather overly prepared than underprepared um of course check out rncstore.com richardson nutritional center your source for laetril online made famous by g edward griffin's book world without cancer get your apricot seeds, latril, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. Um, the link is below. And of course, join us at FloatFest. Tim and I will be at FloatFest 2022 in Gaz, Texas. You now can fly, for now anyway, without a mask. So all the more reason for you to be able to fly into Austin and come just out of town to Gaz, Texas, April 29th to May 3rd. Use code WHAM. You'll see Dr. Andrew Kaufman. You'll see Max Egan. You'll see people like uh, Sam Tripoli speaking there. 
Eddie Bravo, there's going to be Spike Cohen, uh, Scott Horton, many, many other speakers. Larkin Rose, Tim Pachote will be speaking there, and I'll be there as well to say hi. Um, so make sure to check us out there. And of course, we're on Telegram World Alternative Media. And, and by the way, use code WAM for that. I forgot to th throw that in there. It's, it, it's all in the uh, links below. Um, but I will also, I'm also on Telegram at World Alternative Media. And as, of course, uh, World Alternative Media announcements for those that don't want all of the notifications from the noise and all the people coming in, uh, you'll only get notified from us here at World Alternative Media. Join our newsletter, www.imband.com. And of course, we are on BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media, as well as dollarvigilante.tv. And of course, we're on Hive, Steemit, Float.app, and at Josh Sigurdsson. And of course, the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, as well as uh, Twitter and Getter at, at World Alt Media. We're trying to go on as many platforms as humanly possible. Hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification button, and if you haven't already, uh, hit the subscribe button. Uh, we appreciate everyone watching today. And until next time, this is Josh Sirtson signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change. I'm sure you have already changed people's minds in your young age because you're involved and I like that. <laughs>